Welcome back to season two of Licensed Practice from IELTS Medical. We have a really interesting interview for you today. We go into quite a lot of detail about the OSCE examination and the process of that with a midwife who has loads of great advice and who also not only practices as a midwife here in the UK, but also tutors other midwives and nurses that are in the process of getting their UK registration. So she also gives us a little bit of an insight into that as well. So let's give her a call. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you doing today? Hi, not too bad. How, yourself? Yeah, very well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the uh, on the podcast and uh, and sharing your story with us. No problem. If you could just start by just telling us a little bit about you. Um, so, my name is Sanya and I moved to England about five, six years ago. Um, and I'm overseas uh, nurse and a midwife. Uh, and that meant for me that I need to pass um, CBT, OSCE and um, English exam to be able actually to practice in the UK as a registered nurse and a midwife. Yeah, so did you um, move over here before you'd done anything or did you do? Did you sort of start the process um, back at home? Uh, no, I actually moved uh, and then started all my process here, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, right. <laughs> and how did you find it? Um, well, if I knew some things, what I know today, mm-hmm. uh, I would definitely move uh, later on in a process of registration. Um, but because my English was not so great, so I was thinking if I move to UK, um, I will learn faster the English and everything and it will help me with all exams Uh, but yeah (laughs) yeah that sounds in theory like a good idea actually not sure to be honest you're not sure (laughs) (laughs) okay so what what part of the process do you think with looking back what what part do you think you would have maybe uh, moved at uh well uh I think the best thing is to uh, learn English and pass these exams and pass CBT in your own country rather Mm -hmm. than moving to the UK first because um, I didn't know this when I moved that when you move here you actually need to work full time to be able to pay for your room or your flat for Mm -hmm. uh, all your needs. to pay uh, for studies, which are like three times more expensive than um, in my country. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, when you're working full time, you actually don't have so much time for studying. Um, so yeah, maybe yeah. it's better uh, while you're back home um, with your parents or um, with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and try to uh, learn it from there because there is so many um, tutors and everything can be done online basically so it doesn't matter in which country you are. Yeah that's a really good point actually I don't think we've talked about that um, on here before about the sort of financing your life and studies whilst you're here so having to work and balance the balance the two. Um, exactly. I think uh, no one knows about that and mm. actually people are not realizing until they actually don't come here and uh, face with that that uh, 
this country it is uh, yes you can earn good money when you work in your profession but uh, the life is really expensive here as well yeah uh, and did so you move to London uh, in the first place yes I was in uh, London for about eight eight months mm-hmm. um, later on I uh, moved to Oxford mm-hmm. uh, is even more expensive town than London. Oh, really? <laughs> or they're the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've picked two quite expensive places there, I think. But I guess that's, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities in London, aren't they? And in, in, in Oxford, training-wise as well and job-wise. Um, so you said um, that you think you would move after the um, you pass the English test and the CBT. So that would leave um, doing the OSCE over here. Um, how did you? We haven't really talked about the OSCE exam in much detail. I don't think this this season of the License to Practice podcast. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about that and your experience with the OSCE? Uh, yes, um, actually, to be able to past OSCE, the best thing is to find a job in one of the local hospitals here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are familiar with the equipment, with the charts and um, a lot of things what you uh, need to learn. Uh, yes, you can learn everything online, uh, but it is good to see actually um, in a practice um, those machines and um, everything. Uh, for example, my country is not so so much developed like UK. Um, and I first time saw uh, like Dynamap or BP machine mm-hmm. uh, when I moved here. Um, we are still using some old system. Um, and I think, uh, yes, it would be beneficial for the people when they are moving here to actually uh, take Koski then. Um, rather than doing it from home. Actually, you can't do it from home. You need to see the OSCE here face to face. Yeah, you do, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, um, if you get job in one of the hospitals, then um, it is much easier to pass than uh, if you are just coming and booking exam like in a week time. Are you an international midwife seeking to practice in the UK? Do you need to pass your NMC OSCEED midwifery exam so that you can do so? Then we've got you covered. You see, here at IELTS Medical, our NMC OSCEED course for midwives is run for midwives by midwives. Our expert midwife-led team has the formula to help you pass your NMC midwifery OSCEED the first time. Practicing in our purpose-built OSCEED course and practice rooms. We have all of the materials and equipment you need to prepare for your NMC OSCE midwifery exam. And guess what? Through partnerships with local hospitals, we'll even assist with making your transition into UK practice as smooth as possible. Learn more at www.oskeymidwives.com. Yeah, so that's to get used to all the equipment and all the, all the sort of, um, sorry, go on. Yeah, because uh, for exam, they're not asking um, nothing like specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of us, we all done these uh, skills uh, and things before, uh, but it is only to make yourself familiar with equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 
what they use in the UK and the way how they do uh, their own documentation is slightly different than how we, I mean, at least how I done it back home. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that is uh, why I would recommend allow at least like maybe a month or two before booking your exam to actually you have time to work in a hospital and um, get your head around what is the UK and yeah, um, yeah. the work here. Yeah, just, just, yeah, learn all the differences and yeah, that makes sense. So you keep saying um, that it's different to back home. Where is home? Uh, Serbia. Oh, okay. And have you noticed any um, other differences uh, sort of in the, in the working life uh, after moving to the UK or is it mostly the equipment and the documentation and things like that? Uh, well, uh, here is a bit complicated, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, in a first, uh, in a first place, when you when you start working, because uh, they're so strict about trainings and uh, those certain things. Where, like uh, back home, uh, you learn in the school, and when you start working, um, that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, we have revalidation as well. That means that you go for uh, education and learn for something what is new uh, and keep yourself up to date with uh, uh, new things. Uh, but here uh, they have trainings on a uh, yearly basis. So basically you will do moving and handling every year. Uh, then you do phlebotomy every three years what i was like uh, i take blood on a regular basis like mm -hmm. 10 times at least per day um, why we need to repeat those trainings so there is um, a lot of difference here uh, how all system is set up then um, yeah yeah we have a lot of continuing um professional development don't we a lot uh, of yeah. keep, keeping on top of skills and yeah reassessing and things like that yeah it is a lot of reassessment to be honest mm, so yeah maybe I, too much I'd just like to say as well, just whilst we're talking about assessments and, and stuff, you um, obviously at the moment whilst doing this this interview have very kindly stepped away from um, from a, a mock exam day. Um, so obviously that's another thing that you must be doing over here. So obviously you practice practicing in the um, hospitals and also um, helping other nurses and midwives to get their UK registration as well. Yes, um, like I said, after I passed all my exams, um, with the help of uh, IELTS Medical, uh, because I personally took um, OSCE um, preparation course with them, uh, mm -hmm. and then later on um, I become tutor as well, so uh, now I'm helping uh, other overseas uh, um, students and um, uh, nurses, midwives uh, who are coming to this country to get them ready uh, and because I was in their shoes somehow yeah. I'm able to tell them like um, yeah, or I'm able to understand them more than um, other professors. Yeah because you've, you've been there yourself yes. and how are you finding that? Are you enjoying it? Because I guess that's something quite different is it? Uh, it is but it's um, really um, enjoyable, mm. I would say, um, because you constantly keep yourself up to date with the uh, new changes with uh, NMC uh, and uh, what are requirements. Um, so even when we are preparing new students, mm. 
new skills, uh, I need to keep myself up to date as well, and it's really helpful helpful for for um, learning development. Um, so, and I'm the person who really likes uh, practical things. Um, yeah. So I really um, enjoy <laughs> teaching others. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's a win win for you then, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, so thank you so much for, for coming on and, and sharing all the information. Just before I let you go, do you have any final words of advice for people that are maybe thinking about um, making the move over to the UK and, and getting the registration to practice? Um, like I said, if they would like um, to come to the UK, um, just think well what is your first step because this country yes it's good to earn money like that is the reason why we are coming here mm-hmm. uh, but then it's really expensive as well um, and majority of the um, schools preparation schools and even NMC uh, they're advising uh, people people to come when they actually already in the pass their English and pass uh, CBT mm-hmm and come only for OSCE. Um, if they decide just to come earlier, then, you know, it's uh, their own choice. Yeah. Uh, but I would advise them to prepare other exam uh, back home because uh, there is a lot of providers uh, online who can um, help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, and because of COVID, majority things is moved uh, basically on online um, yeah of course yeah yeah covid has changed a lot of things hasn't it yeah but to see the doski i would advise them uh, definitely to come to uk a few months before the exam so Mm -hmm. they can find a job in a hospital uh, get their head around make themselves familiar with equipment Um, even when they book the preparation course uh, with uh, one of the um, providers uh, we do all we do have all that equipment uh, on site so they can get uh, a familiar here uh, mm-hmm. but it's just we're all different so maybe um, someone will need longer time to learn um, than other students so yeah. uh, just for their own own good is uh, it would be better to already start working in a hospital like a support worker or healthcare assistant and then make the way to final registration yeah yeah that that makes sense well thank you so much thanks so much for that and sharing your story and all that great advice um i think you will have definitely given a lot of people things to a lot of things to think about um so yeah thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day problem thank you and i'm happy to help thank you so much for listening to another episode of license to practice from ielts medical i hope you enjoyed the interview and found it interesting and informative and learned a lot um specifically about the oski which we did talk about in quite a lot of detail today and we will see you next time and as always to your success